out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? So, what happened this week? Well, this is a Monday, and already has happened a lot. So, for one, I got to go back to, I got to go back to last week. Now, normally I wouldn't do, I wouldn't have a show about any current events, um, you know the the popular topics in uh in social media world although i mean that's it's just content everywhere but usually i just come up you know with my creative um you know things to talk about to get people talking and things like that and mostly to get your mind off of what's going on in the world but you know real life has happened within i mean real life happens every day but I'm just tired. You know what I'm saying? You know when you're just tired and, yeah, man, and and life is just life is just thick. <laughs> it's just thick for no goddamn reason. So, um, I had my official coaching debut uh, this weekend, uh, and, and and the thing is. You, I can't. I don't want to share this on the sports show, Open Run, because it's more geared around. I would say the parents, uh, the stress, the the preparation, uh, everything that leads up to it so during the game and then after the game. I kind of have a new understanding and appreciation for what head coaches you know, go through. Although I knew this already going into, you know, you know, uh, basically, uh, what do you call volunteering my time to, you know, help practice and train and coach these kids. Now I will say I had a blast doing it. It was fun. I'm probably going to have more opportunities to do so. But um, it's stressful. It's definitely stressful. It's cool, though. It's definitely dope. But one thing you got to know about coaching is that <laughs> a lot of us already know this. If you watch sports, you probably already know this. With, e even with no head coaching experience, no assistant coach experience, none of that, just knowing the game and, and, and watching sports on a daily or, or on, on a weekly basis, you have an idea of what these coach, not, not completely, but you have an idea of what these coaches go through. So, um, it's stressful, man. It's stressful, and this is travel ball. This is AAU ball. This is not rec ball. And and, and I, I feel like I should break that down to the average parent. The difference between rec ball and travel ball is in rec ball, everybody has to play. <laughs> everybody has to get time. Um, there's certain things that's allowed. There's rules and regulations. Uh, it's the introduction, basically the introduction to basketball, Breaks down the basics. 
You know, it's a lot of things that you're not able to do. Um, in travel ball, it's fair game. You know, a lot of teams stack up players, you know, to where they just have the best of the best. Uh, what else? It, everything goes. Your son, if your son is, if he, he could be good enough to make the team, but not good enough to start. Not even good enough to be the sixth or seventh man. You know, he could be good enough to just play a couple of minutes and that's it. Um, and that's what trouble ball is. So it's things that coaches have to deal with on on a weekly basis, you know, with tournaments and practice and things like that. And I got my taste of that this weekend. Uh, I went one and two. And uh, not bad, not bad. And I also was missing, you know, some key pieces, some key players or whatever. But it didn't matter because it's always the next man up. But it's stressful. I want to I, I want to send a message to out, out there to the parents that may get their kids involved into traveling basketball or uh, football. This is the thing. You got to understand that, you know, I'm the coach for a reason or assistant coach or a trainer, or whatever you want to call it, when I have the authority over your kids for that, for that you know, hour or two, uh, or, or game or two, I, I, they belong to me, okay? I tell them what to do, they follow the orders, <coughs> they try to dominate, and try to pick up a W. That's how it goes. We don't need any coaching on the sideline. That's the thing. You know what confuses kids the most in sports? Parents. And I must say, I must admit that parents is probably the number one reason why some kids either don't make it or give up in sports. You want to know why? Because it's too much pressure. You know, you, there's different type of parents. There's the parents who baby their, baby their child too much, right? Where when they get to practice or they get on the court, and they make a mistake, they're looking for validation, they're looking for love. In return, they're getting yelled at. And then when they get yelled at, they break down. Then you got the kid who has a lot of great talent, a lot of talent, but he tries to do too much because he wants to make the parent proud. And when he does, or when she does a bad job, she shuts down. You know, then you have the kid that, that's on the team uh, just to be a part of the organization, you know, just to say, hey, I'm, I'm with such I'm with the such and such brand or I'm with the such and such team, you know. Um, so the parents is, is, is very, you know, supportive and things like that. You got parents that feel like they can coach. And it's like, yo, man, come on, man. It, if it was that easy, you know, then volunteer. You come out here and do your thing. And the thing is, there's always opportunity to do so. But nobody, I mean, I ain't going to say nobody. They rarely do that. They rarely do that. And and, and it, it, don't get me wrong. There are some parents <clears throat> There are some parents that say, you know what, I, I can ded dedicate my time twice a week to come out here and help these kids uh, practice this, that, and the third. On the weekend, they're parent warriors, and they want to be uh, sideline coaches and shit like that. But it's always the parents that never played the game. If they, you know, either that or they didn't play the game that well, and they feel like they know, you know? It don't work like that. It don't work like that at all. And it kind of like upsets the head coaches. It upsets the organization. You know what I'm saying? And with travel ball, I can talk to you. 
just about any way I want to. It's just that it's not my brand. Now, see, if I had, if I had my own my, my my own traveling team where I was the boss, I'm the face of the brand, et cetera, et cetera, then I could do that. But it's not. I'm actually representing somebody else's brand. So I can't really, I can't really, technically, I can't really talk to you how I really want to. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to back down. That, that doesn't mean I'm going to take any nonsense coming from you. I'm still going to stand my ground, and I might check you a little bit. But I won't put your feelings down. I won't, I won't gun you down like that. But I will let you know the real. It's always those parents who feel like their kid is like the next LeBron. You know what I'm saying? And it kills me because I, I, I think, you know, they'll, they'll see a lot of success with other teams, maybe inside the organization, or they'll see some success with other teams outside their organization, and they want to know, well, what's, got, what, what's, what's, what's not going on? Well, nigga, sometimes it's just poor execution by the child. Sometimes we got to hold these kids responsible for their actions. It's not always on the coach, you know, and I had to learn that this weekend. You know, I had to I, I was I, I have to say I had to I had to learn that again, you know, but this time I was in the I was in the front seat. I was driving this time. So I definitely caught all of that, whether it was uh, compliments or, or, or whether it was uh, cold shoulders. But, you know, it's all good. It's all gravy, man. I had a good time. I got to coach my son's team. You know, we was we were shorthanded, but we did our thing. You know what I'm saying? We did our thing. I'm not going to give up. You know, I, I don't have a desire. I honestly don't have a desire to coach. I got a desire to help kids in sports, but I don't think it's coaching. But uh, you got to start somewhere, right? You know, so that that's how that's, – that's basically how – my week started off when I got the call that I'll be, you know, head coach in the tournament. Not only that, man, um, it's been a little gloomy in, in L.A. because, you know, I had, I had a couple of friends, close friends, who who lost some, you know, lost some family members in, uh, this week and the week before. And it's just been a lot of death going on. So I wanted to just I didn't want to bring up no names or anything like that, but I just wanted to shout them out shout them out because it's like like I said, it's life. This week has been jam packed. I actually had a weekend. I was telling my wife, I was like, yo, this weekend has been long. You know what I'm saying? It's been it, it seemed like the weekend would would never end. And I had you know, when the last time you said something like that? I rarely say things like that. Usually I blink, you know what I'm saying, and it's Sunday evening where I got to get up and go to work, 3 o'clock in the morning. That's what a lot of people don't know is I'm already tired. I'm tired before I even get tired because I got to get up and I got to go to work. I work all day. Then on my off days, it's still work because it's daddy daycare. And after daddy daycare, you know what I'm saying, I got to go into coaching. So... All that, but I will say this: um, one thing positive about, um, I guess, the beginning of the week. Starting, I mean, I guess you can say starting since Friday, we have gotten some music, and and I know recently I spoke on some music and things like that. But I'm talking about these new cats. So we're in the we're in a generation with the new cats, and I think it's time for us to. I want to say it. Hear me when I say this to so all my old heads out there. I think it's time for us to scoot over a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, don't get me wrong. I, I'm a huge believer in, 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 in classic music, classic tracks, hip-hop, R&B, you know, but 
that's always going to be there. The 90s will never go anywhere. It's always going to be right there. You know what I'm saying? That's some of the best music ever created, sung by some of the best musicians, uh, rap artists, R&B artists of all time. You know, uh, but I think it's time for this new wave to come, whether we like some of the music or not. The Migos. Ah, you know, I mean, let me let me let you especially for you niggas over 30. The Migos will be a great um, group now and in the future. Are they the best group of all time? I think it's time that we slow it down a bit. Let me give a message out to you millennials out there. Shut up. All right. I think it's like we're in a generation where is either it's either, you know, we either hating real quick or it's a classic real quick. There's no in between. There's no waiting. There's no thinking it out like it's just add water music. That's basically what it is. It's just add water music. It's a just add water generation. Microwave niggas. You know, they're not putting nothing in the oven. They're not letting anything bake. They're not letting anything boil. Everything is in the microwave. Everything is instantly hot or is or, or is just pure hating off the bat. And the reason why I say that is because I'm going to point out a few artists like Drake, for example. Everybody knows that I'm not the biggest Drake fan in the world. I'm not a Drake fan at all. I'm actually a Drake fan when it comes to his acting. I think that nigga's a phenomenal actor. You know, as far as his music... Do I think he's a dope artist? I think he's dope. I think people put extras on it. I think, back to you 30-year-old niggas and up, like, I, I feel like most of y'all cats like Drake because it's like a new wave. Like, you want to be a part of something. It's kind of like the old MJ fans that's LeBron fans right now. Like, they want to be a part of greatness. And that's fine, but I don't think it's genuine. I think they just want to be in an argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want to stay relevant. You know, like, my favorite players of all time, both of them niggas is retired. You know, some of my top players. If not, my top all, like, all of them. You know what I'm saying? From uh, Magic to Scotty, Penny Hardaway. Like, it's, you know, all of them are retired. Kobe is retired. I have a few current players that I like, but for the most part, I don't switch who my favorite players is. I think that's just fake, because, especially when we start start talking about sports and even with hip-hop, because they go hand-in-hand. Hand, they in the same boat. Because what, what, what comes along with sports and hip-hop? Debates, right? And we always want to have an upper hand in debates. But if you keep going at the, like, you, if you keep picking, like, you know, one minute you're the, the, the Bulls, you're, you you represent the Bulls, and then, you know, they go down. Oh, you know what? I always like to go to state. Like, I'm not trying to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm a Miami fan. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm a Cleveland fan. No, bro. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. Well, everywhere LeBron go, like, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear it. But I must say, like I said, Drake, I'm not the biggest fan of Drake at all. At all. I never I never got on that wave, and I was listening to him, you know, when he had his mixtapes, you know. But I feel like early on, a lot of women, a lot of college girls was on him. You know what I'm saying? And I was cool. I was like, yo, yo, this is a thing. and And he blew up after that. You know what I'm saying? He's arguably one of the biggest stars in hip-hop right now. I, I honestly don't think he's on the same level as Kendrick and Cole. I don't. I don't. But is he as popular or even more popular? Yeah. He's a pop He's a pop artist to me. 
You know what I'm saying? That covers all the categories. He makes great music, so they say. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a fan favorite. You know, he's been in movies. You know, I'm pretty sure he's been on a couple of, well, you know, he's been on some TV shows. So he's basically a pop artist. He's a pop artist. He's a dog star. I get it. Um, but overall, his music, it's not for me. Like, it's not for me to get hyped up over. I don't think, I don't think his, his music is bad or terrible. It's just I don't get hyped up over it. I don't ride the wave like everybody else does. You know what I'm saying? If you really dig his music, then okay. But if you're just doing it just to be in 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 like the the in crowd, you know that's come on, that's whack. That's whack. Now his last, his latest track, right? His latest track, um, I love everything about it. And this is not his first time sampling, um, you know, Lauren's um, Lauren's voice or, or her music. This is not this is this is not his first time. This is his second time, and it's going to be successful. The video was dope. I watched the video twice. Uh, he had a lot of uh, uh, up and coming powerful women. You know what I mean? Issa Rae and Tracy Ellis was in there. Um, who else? I mean, he had a lot of um, he had a lot of women in there. Some, uh, a few of them I didn't know, but most of them, Misty Copeland, uh, he had a lot of women in there. And, and the message was dope. That's the cool part about it. See, he, Drake is slick. Now, you got to watch Drake. His camp, and that leads, that's going to lead me into Cardi B, but his camp is, he has a smart camp. Very, very smart camp. His marketing team is, is pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? And we all know this because the dismantle of Meek, you know what I'm saying, when he did all that, it was perfect. It was perfect. I thought, um, I, don't, I don't even want to get into that. Anyhow, moving along to Cardi B, it's the same thing. Like, she dropped Friday. See, I think she went gold. I think she went gold in one day. Um, her album, what the hell was it? An Invasion of Privacy, I think it's called. Uh, solid. Solid. I like it. I like it. And and that says a lot for me because when it comes to music, I'm picky. As you can see, if they're going to rock with Drake, you know, I will put it, I'll put it to you like this. Drake, I don't know how many albums Drake has. You know what I'm saying? But out of all his albums, including the mixtapes or whatever, features and, and shit like that, there's probably less than a handful of songs that I actually like. You know what I'm saying? I probably prefer Drake featured on a track. You know what I'm saying? Other than, other than that, I don't really rock with him like that. But I will say Cardi B. I've been a Cardi B fan for a while. My wife would tell you early on, I wasn't rocking with Cardi B. When she was on uh, <coughs> when she was on TV acting a fool, I thought it was a gimmick. I thought it was fake. You know what I'm saying? I've seen that person before. Like, we all know a Cardi B. We do. If you in the hood, you from the hood, we all know a Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, right, is she just faking it for the camera? But come to find out, nigga, that's really her. That's really her. And then I've grown to like her. I like her personality. You know, she's not bad looking to me at all either. You know what I'm saying? I did see a, you know, she does have a picture, a uh, childhood picture back in the day. It's a little frightening, Okay. It's, it's definitely a little frightening. But overall, you know what I'm saying? She's grown up into a very uh, attractive, beautiful woman. And her marketing team behind her is phenomenal. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm not understanding 
the love and the hate at the same time. Uh, because they, I mean, of course, you know, you think, you think the rap game as far as the males is, 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 uh, is, uh, competitive and crazy, man, as soon as, as soon as a female rapper step up, it's like, and that window is tight because it's always, it's always like a race between like two to three females. You know what I'm saying? Even though we have a history, a lifeline, like of just great dope female hip-hop MCs. And you got to separate some of them, though. I don't understand the hate for Cardi B with her being herself. And she's advancing, though. That's the thing, though. She has a team to where they're putting her in a different light. You know, they, they, she she's going to be herself, and that's cool. I mean, does she sound like she's getting off the short bus? Of course. She does. She admitted that she didn't she didn't finish school. She went straight into work from a supermarket to a strip club. I'm not mad at that. I'm not judging her. I don't really I really don't care. I'm mad at I didn't, I didn't get to see her strip. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, I don't really I mean, it's cool that she came from a humbling past and things like that. But I'm not about to hate on it. I don't understand the hate personally. Then they want to do the whole bar. First of all. When we when we talk about females with bars, we know who we going to. It's a certain it's a certain section of females that we point out like they definitely got bars. But it's not like we looking for bars from females all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why we acting new like that. I really don't. Now, is she writing her own music? Probably not. I think she is writing a little bit, but I I think majority of her projects, she got a ghostwriter and Drake got one. And he the quote unquote hottest nigga in the world, so I don't I don't really get it. I I don't know. I don't. I most of the people that I that I've talked to or I've seen on social media, I don't think I, none of the guys had anything negative to say. You know, actually, some of the some of the cats, uh, some of my homies in the group chat. Before they heard it, they asked if anybody had heard it in the, in the chat. I told them, I gave them my point of view. I said I liked it, it was good, or whatever. A few hours later, they agreed. They said it was good, the production was dope, you know what I'm saying? They didn't go overboard and things like that, saying, oh, she got super bars or anything like that. It's just that she lived up to the hype. Her album, was it, it was good. It was good, drip, drip. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean... I don't know. I don't know. Man, I don't know. I, her, her her accent is too heavy, I guess. Uh, maybe she's a little too goofy for people. And the whole ghostwriting thing, the whole hypocrisy with the ghostwriting thing is... And she, she admitted, she said, I'm not trying to be the best MC of all time or whatever. That's not her call. So that's the type of artist that I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, if you do have a ghostwriter... Um, that probably eliminates you from being the best MC of all time. You know what I'm saying? You might have a classic album or two. You might have some dope songs. But when we talk about crowning cats, if you got a ghostwriter for majority of your work, I don't think that you're going to make it. <laughs> I don't think you should make it. That's not saying that you're not dope. It's just that saying, you know, you didn't put in the same work as these other cats. So when I look at Cardi B, I'm not looking for no. She's not about to bar me to death. Although she do got a couple of uh, tracks where I'm like, oh, oh, she kind of went in there. She kind of did that. 
You know, she got some cool soul. They had some cool features. To have YG, Chance the Rapper, Kalani, the Migos. Like, she had some cats on there. So they did a great job. They did a good job by pushing it back a little bit because they knew what they was doing. The whole SNL pregnancy revealing. Like, that was, like I said, her marketing team know what they doing. They know what they doing. So, uh you know, shout out to Cardi B, man. Let her live. Jesus Christ, we can't love nobody. I think they said, um, I don't know that. I guess we got to wait for the official numbers, what, Friday? Because it's not even a week yet. But she's, you know, projected to do 160 and between 160 and uh, 210 by Friday, by the 12th. So, I mean, uh, we'll see. We'll definitely see. I mean, um, no, by Thursday. By Thursday or Friday, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, shout-out to her, man. Shout-out to her. I want to say these light-skinned niggas is winning. Hey, you know what? But this this this, this kid over here in New York, though, <laughs> I'm not sure. 6'9", six, six, to, I don't know what his name is. The nigga with, the nigga with all the colors and shit around his, on, on his face and all the tattoos and stuff like that. Um, I don't want to even go back to the Breakfast Club because I thought that was, I, I get he had a he had a cool, um, I guess he had a cool interview or whatever. I didn't really get much from it. I just he did he went in there and defended himself pretty good, and that was it. Uh, I don't see what everybody was hyped up about. Uh, I think he. I think he he's a smart kid. They want to call him the new 50 or the next 50. These kids ain't built for that. These kids ain't built for that. And and and, I, and I've heard I've heard interviews where they said, well, you know, no one has tested his gangster and stuff like that. This how you got this is what you got to realize. I, I people got to start thinking, man. They got to start using their head. I don't think people by by you know, people by not checking him or anything like that. First of all, if you do anything on social media, it's just for social media. You know what I'm saying? It's just showing that yeah, whether you agree or you disagree with the cat. I don't really take too much out of it. So game going back and forth, dissing them and things like that, I don't really care. The cat from Houston, uh, Jay Prince, son, I don't really care for all that shit. But what I do know is that you you really got to live by those words. You know what I'm saying? I don't listen to his music. His music is not for me. I've heard two to three tracks, about five to ten seconds of it. That shit has, I, just doesn't sit with my soul. It's just, it's terrible. It's trash or whatever. But if he if he's out here winning, let him win. Let him win. But I will say this to the youngster. You can't go to Cat's Hoods and talk that shit. Or whatever, and if cat, even if you don't talk that shit, cats are still gonna press you like if you about that life. They did that to uh, Plies years ago when he was claiming all the you know the gooms this and gooms that and shit like that, and he came out here and recorded a video with who was it with Dream and Jamie Fox, and boy showed up to that goddamn um, video shoot and. Uh, that nigga, <laughs> nigga ran into that bathroom so fast. So it's like, look, if you in that, if you in that lifestyle, okay, you gotta realize that it's cast as really, you know, maybe these artists and shit <laughs> might not be in it. 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe it might be fake or maybe they just be talking. But it's some niggas around the industry that's like, yo, you know, it's it's like that. And I don't I don't I don't know why people feel like it's so easy to 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 run up on a nigga. Yeah, the nigga can give you an address. That don't mean you'll be able to get to him. I mean, I can sit up there and tell you, look, I stay here and you can pull up when you want to. Best believe I'm gonna have something ready. I might be in the bushes waiting on you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know why people I think I think the whole thing with Charlemagne is a lot of people don't like Charlemagne for some apparent reason. I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'm a Charlemagne fan, but I don't dislike him to the point where I'm gonna agree with a little nigga that might get his ass shot, you know. I well maybe I'll just speak for LA. I don't know about everybody else. You know, whatever he does in New York, that's in New York. So Avery, um that y'all handle that in y'all hood. Or whatever. He did what he did in Houston. I'm not sure what happened. He came out there. You see, he came out to L.A. He had a fight at LAX. I'm not saying <laughs> that we about that business, but he only had one fight since all that bullshit, and it happened at LAX. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Sounds kind of weird. Sounds kind of weird. All I want to do is, hey, if the kid is going to win, let him win. If the kid is gonna win, let him win. He sounds like he's he sounds he sounds like he's getting there. Like he knows how to he knows how to get the attention, and that's cool or whatever. Just hey, make make some better music or something like that. Other than that, I think like the light skinned niggas is winning this week alone. Light skinned niggas is winning. So Cardi B and Drake, shout out to them. They definitely winning. They definitely winning. I like that song. I like that song, Drake. I do, I do. I like that song, and no, I'm I'm still not a fan. Cardi B, I rose with you. I don't care how you sound, uh, and what weird weird noises you make. I don't care who write for you, as long as you can spit that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that. Other than that, man, that was my week. That was my week. Um, yeah, man, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. This week, I'm. This this is basically what it is, man. I was so tired, I couldn't even create. I couldn't even create anything. I had one creation, and I'm like, I'm like, nah. I was I was just so burnt out this weekend. And to my boy LJ and Britages, I and Teddy D, I got some bad news. Y'all already know what the bad news is. Yes, we knew this probably last month. I gotta move. Um, in about two weeks. And so I got that on a schedule. Oh, man. I'm trying to get to, to Vegas at the end of April for Podpalooza. Uh, I think that's what it's called. So hopefully I'll be out there. My boy D. Murph and a couple of other podcasts out there. Um, but I will not be able to make it to Derby. I will not be able to make it to Derby in Louisville this year. But I did listen to the Potluck podcast. Uh, what was it? Was it this morning? I think it was this morning. I listened to it, and they mentioned that next year should be a huge one. So, Britagers, I'm holding you to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm still sad that I can't make it this year, but you know, definitely next year. Let's put let's put that on the schedule. It just a lot happened. A lot happened, and, and you know, right like right now. Uh, between tournaments, basketball tournaments, you know, we moving, things like that. And we got 
We got other travel plans in the future and, you know, the budget. It's hard out there for a pimp. It's definitely hard out there for a pimp, but we're going to get it together. We're going to get it together. So not this year, LJ, Protagious, not this year, but next year. I'm going to make sure that's a priority travel uh, destination. And, um, yeah, we'll try to do that. We'll try to do that. In the meantime, I mean, y'all can fly y'all ass out to L.A. I don't know why you're acting so stingy, my nigga. Just fly y'all ass out to L.A. for a weekend or whatever. In the summertime, we can go swimming and shit like that. Or if it's in July, July is going to be a packed month, too. Uh, definitely going to, um, we're going to uh, the Summer League again. Summer League, and then we got we got two tournaments and another tournament in Vegas at the end of the, at the end of uh, July. So yeah, all the people out there who had a rough week, man, <sighs> we gotta find some rest. I took a nap, though. I took a nap. Oh, that's another thing. I found a basketball league. I'm in a basketball league. I had a picture that went viral this weekend of my son making a move. Let me just clear up something. I let my son live, okay? I let him enjoy that 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 picture. I let him enjoy that moment of almost breaking the internet amongst friends. And I must say, I, I'm going to tell the truth, though. I'm going to tell the truth, though, because niggas been trying to dog me. So if you know me, you know that I'm in my flip-flops 98.9% of the time. Why? Because I can do that. I can do what I want. I'm a grown man. And... This was like I told you, this was the weekend of the tournament. So after the after our two games, I decided, yo, let's get some extra work in. Let me show you some moves that you can start learning to do on your own when I'm not around that you can implement in your game and in practice. So we went to the court as a family. And I was just showing him a couple of moves. So that particular move, if you follow me on Instagram, <coughs> I even posted it on Twitter too. I got, I got tore up on Twitter about it. Um, I had on, you know, I'm a Southern California type cat. You know, I got my open toes. I got my flip flops on, no socks. I got my PJs on. And a T-shirt. And a graphic T-shirt. You know, I'm comfortable. I'm at the crib. I'm at the crib. And I'm showing my son these moves. Now, this one particular move I showed him, it was like, it was a fast break. It was a fast break move. Um, hesitation. Run to the corner. Go behind your back. Or whatever. And so what I did was, I wasn't really playing uh, real defense. As, as, as far as, I wasn't trying to really... Um, D him up. I, I wasn't really playing defense like that. What I was doing was showing him that if you do the move efficiently and fast, that the player will over-pursue most of the time. And that's what I did. And the other thing was I recovered to try to um, distract him from making a layup. So the whole purpose was to see if he made the move at the right moment and me to get back to, to challenge the shot so he can make the layup. A lot of people thought I failed. <laughs> a lot of people thought that he really got me. So um, I fed into it a little bit, you know, just playing around. Now I know how I know how celebrities feel now. <laughs> I think I I think we've all known this though. Like some celebrities and some athletes, they'll put some things out. They'll put clickbait out there all the time. This wasn't necessarily clickbait. I was actually putting up great photos that my wife took, and we also got videos and stuff 
of that particular moment. And, you know, I put a slick caption under it, not for clickbait, but just, you know, it was just a funny thing to put under the picture. And Cass ran with it. I think like 25, 30 comments later, Cass is like, yeah, he got you. He killed you. Did you fall? You got sandals on. This, that, and the third. Whoop, whoop. Same thing with Twitter. And, uh, no, that's the truth. I really didn't play defense like that. I was, I wasn't necessarily playing around, but I was reacting. I was just showing him how it could possibly happen if he did it right and if he did it fast. So that was that. That was that. Everybody chill, relax. But I also got uh, a league to play in. And let me tell you how out of shape I am. I got on that. Well, first, first of all, my wife going to let you know that I was walking around like, are you my teammate? Because I was a free agent. So I contacted this league. That, that that plays Mondays and Wednesdays, and I think Fridays as as well. And I'm like, yo, I emailed them. I'm on Instagram. I'm like, I'm stalking them because I heard they got a Sunday league, a Sunday night league starting at 5 o'clock. And I'm like, yo, um, can I get on a team? They was like, yeah, you could be a free agent, pay the league fee, we'll find a team for you. So a week goes by. I get a couple of notifications. Uh, yeah, you could just show up to the gym at 5 o'clock, just that and the third. I'm like, all right. I email them back. Do I bring the league fee? Am I playing at 5? Another week goes by. They was like, no hit up. Then I get an email and a text saying, uh, yeah, you play at 5 or whatever. League fee is, would you whoop this? Would you whoop that? You can pay it now or you can pay it by the 22nd. And I'm like, all right. I get to the gym. And I'm like, you know, I, I I I check in for registration, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm a free agent. They were like, well, do you know what team you're on? I'm like, no. They was like, well, you need to call that number back and figure out which team you're on. I look, and as soon as I look at my phone, I get a text message that said, I'm with the Hoopers. My team is called the Hoopers. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. It's a little generic. You know what I'm saying? Is is Hoopers with a S? So it's spelled correctly. I mean, they they could have put a Z at the end. Uh, but you know we you know it was cool. Um, and it looks like you know I mean it's only six of us. You know I'm 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 assuming everybody on the team besides myself knows each other, and it's cool. You know it's cool. We lost the first game by six. Um, but I like, I like the team. I like the chemistry already. It's a lot of things that we got to get together. I didn't score a lot. I think I only had three. I knocked down a three ball. I was one for three, actually. Yep. I was one for three. Um, just getting my, just getting my feet wet. I ain't gonna lie. I was dog tired. I was dog tired. Hey, I got in and, and the crazy part is the ref that, that, that ref the, the tournament games that I coached <laughs> ref my game. So I looked at them, and I'm like, damn, I know I ain't going to get no calls because I was yelling at them earlier in the day. Anyhow, I was only one for three from the three-point range, and that was the only thing that I shot. Nigga was dog-tired. But I'm back in the game. I'm hooping again. I got to lose. I got to shake this. Uh, I got to lose about 30, 35 pounds. I have to. My wife knows it, too. 30, 35 pounds to get where I need to be. So I got to start eating right, but it definitely shows on the court. I'm still letting that thing go. I'm still letting that thing go, but other than that, um, yeah, that was my weekend, man. So now the beginning of the week, of this week, is starting. And, um, yeah, like I said, today is Monday. 
I'm pretty sure Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is going to be lit. And I'll probably implement or, you know, add that to my show next week. Other than that, man, I'm tired. I know everybody is tired, but we got to get it together. We got to push through. God bless you. That Drake song was dope. Light skinned niggas is winning right now. Light skinned niggas is actually up 3 0 right now in the playoffs. So, you dark skinned niggas better get it together. <laughs>